2: not a very
1: big gap though I bet that would be fixed really quickly yes
0: yeah, so then my brother's friend Russ <laughs> I was like oh I kind of want to get my teeth done he was like you don't need them done you just need them filled in <laughs> I was like <laughs> but apparently it's a thing that they do I didn't know yeah. this is-
1: dentistry way out of my mind Mine's oh, that- just that side bit they like overlap a little bit and it's taking so long that's literally the only bit I want it done I don't care about
0: Like overlapping teeth. I have a massive crush on. Is it Kirsten or Kristen? I never fucking know with that name. Kirsten, I'm <laughs> gonna go with. Kirsten Dunst. Kristen, Dunst. no, Kirsten Dunst. Kristen Stewart. Anyway, I've got a massive crush on her. And she's got like the vampire teeth overlap. And when she plays Lux in the Virgin Suicides, I'm like, she's the fittest thing that's ever lived of all time ever. And I just I think it's really fit. I like it.
1: Yeah no well when mine catches the wrong light it just looks like there's no tooth there so I don't like mine.
0: Gar All right. right. How
2: are you? Oh what's just gone wrong? Have we lost Chloe?
1: um mm, mm, mm. hey ladies hope someone else joins as well but you've got lots wait are you back then you sound like a chipmunk um
2: hmm i don't know if you're still here or not okay so my tips are
1: uh, make sure you wear them they are quite annoying but apparently it's worth it. I actually didn't find that uh, people say they're quite painful. I didn't think they were particularly painful. Um, Oh, who else gave me a tip? But actually I never really need it anymore. Someone gave me a tip that sometimes they can like wear into your gum a little bit, which sounds awful. But she was like, basically what I do is just like nail file them down to the bit that they, if they wear into you. But You shouldn't find um, that there's any issues with them, I don't think. Would you recommend Invisalign? No regrets. Um, I can't regret it now because I had one of my front teeth out. So if I don't finish it, uh, there's just going to be a gap in my front teeth. So no regrets. Um, I don't think I'll regret it. No. Would I I do it again starting now? Not not knowing how bad it was getting that tooth taken out I probably wouldn't do it but I think future me will be like that was a great thing to do well done okay close back
2: hi is
0: that working yeah I don't know what happened it was amazing though you sounded like Alvin and the chipmunks yeah who did you it was like That's just my normal voice. Um, Okay, so have you started with the questions?
1: Um, I was talking about Invisalign and now there's a couple here. So I'll do these and then we can move on to those. Okay. Maria, hi ladies. Just looking for some advice on what to do next. I'm still in fat loss. loss. However, I've built quite a lot of muscle on my legs and don't really want them to get any bigger. Should I reduce the weight on my leg workouts?
0: Um, I would say, first of all,
1: we just need to reduce training
0: volume. I wouldn't, st- well, you can stop training them, but I wouldn't, I would just um, drastically and significantly reduce the volume. You can do this via weight. You can do this via sets and reps. You can do this via total training sessions per week. There's a lot of options. Um, so I would say, let's say hypothetically, you're doing two lower body workouts a week, come down to one. Let's say hypothetically you're doing three sets of 10 reps, maybe come down to two. Let's say, hypothetically, you're doing 60 kg, for example, on a barbell black back squat, why don't you come down to 40 kg? Um, All these things to be considered, but you can, considered? Why did I sound like a (laughs) farmer? There are many different ways you can do it. Ultimately, what I'm saying is it's about reducing total volume for that body part per week.
1: Okay, Alexa oh she's turned on
2: (laughs) imagine how annoying it must be that's your name and it is
1: I know okay she's got right okay afternoon ladies feeling really pleased to have hit one stone loss since I started the EC method in July I started taking creatine about six to eight weeks ago and the and the last could of weeks what's that meant to say a couple of weeks uh, couple of weeks I've noticed more muscle definition in my arms, especially and especially in my quads, which I'm pleased with. However, I don't think I've been consistent enough with my strength training and not lifting heavy enough to expect these results. Could this be the effects of creatine? Yeah, because you'll have more water in your muscle, which will make it look fuller and mm. then you're cleaner. Yeah.
2: Yeah, nothing to add.
1: Okay, we're up to date.
0: Every time you pause, I'm like, i frozen. <laughs> All right, Jen Smith, hi both, I would love to hear your thoughts on the following, as a woman, we are constantly under the pressure of sexism to look a certain way and we feel shame if we don't meet normal standards of beauty. I think you mean exceptional standards of beauty. At the same time, all of us here want to have healthier bodies, but also I would imagine that the majority of us are focused on looking better alongside this. Yep. I'm really struggling with trying to reject the shame about my body that society wants me to feel, but also embrace the positive changes that we are learning here, that include wanting to look better. I'm trying to think about healthy actions that I wanna do for me, but it's so hard to separate our own ideas about what we want to look like from what society tells us we should look like. I feel it's impossible to have a balanced attitude and body positive image while actively trying to change that body. Do each of you feel like you have a healthy attitude towards body image? And if so, how do you think you get there and you maintain that? I'm sorry. I know this is a bit of a deep one, but I'm feeling conflicted and it's making me question my desire to lose fat when I'm only moderately overweight, i.e. not, quote unquote, unhealthy. Thank you. This is a really interesting topic and we talk about it all the time on the EC Method and I talk about it all the time on my soapbox, everywhere else. Um, Listen to a podcast episode I did with Alice I want to say living. We don't know how to say her last name, but I think it's living. Um, And it's called, what's her podcast called? Something strong. I can't remember, but it's a really good episode where we really kind of debate (laughs) and disagree on this. It is perfectly acceptable and you are perfectly able as a grown, intelligent woman to distinguish between what society is trying to make you feel like from the outside in, re-completely really unrealistic standards of beauty, aka you're not going to look like Bella Hadid after you know, two weeks and some Botox. Even Bella Hadid doesn't look like Bella Hadid after two weeks and some Botox. <laughs> A lot of work has gone into that. That's an unrealistic expectation of beauty. Whereas if you look at yourself and your own body and your own everything in the mirror and you say, you know what? I would really like to lose four to five pounds of body fat because I think I would feel fitter, stronger, happier, healthier, and more confident in my own skin, whether it's naked or in a little black dress. And that is valid. Mental health and physical health are always intertwined in any context we look at it, including body image. Self-care is taking care of your body, whether that's working out or eating healthy or making sure that you don't gain too, too much excess adipose tissue. So you mentally and physically both feel good in your own skin. It's not that hard to distinguish between the two. And unfortunately what's happened typically is that all nuance has been lost. All human intelligence has been lost with this argument of either, you wanna change yourself, therefore you hate yourself or you love yourself cause you accept yourself. This is like a Venn diagram. And there is a gray crossover period in between where you can care about your body and want to lose some body fat or gain some muscle, mass, look and feel, feel and look better. And then there's extremes either way of I'm obese and I accept my body because I love myself. No, that's not body acceptance. And I don't buy into that narrative or I'm not good enough because I don't look like a Victoria's secret 1991 runway model. No, never going to happen. You're going to torture yourself and hate yourself till the day you die. So you are capable guys. It doesn't have to be one or the other.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, the main problem is the narrative that you could only change if you hate yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you, like really delve into the argument of like well you shouldn't you know you shouldn't want to change if you love yourself like it makes absolutely no sense you don't do it in other situations you're not like the only reason I read books is because I think I'm a fucking idiot and I need to make myself smarter like no you're like oh I want to learn and grow okay fine but then with health and fitness it's like well no the only reason that you could possibly want to change is because you hate the way that you are right now like It makes no sense to me. And and then when you really unpick it and you start to look at it in like other situations of like self-improvement in other ways, you're like, well, yeah, no one would be like, oh, well, the only reason you want to run a marathon is because you hate yourself because you can't do it right now. Yeah. No, it's not. Like it's because I like a challenge or because for some reason I want to run a marathon. So I just think it's it like a lot of things that come to fat loss or body image you're so distorted by other people's views that there's very little like rational thought or perspective and when you kind of take a step back and you get a bit more perspective and you're like I want to do this for me then and and that's the point of it is that you make sure that you are doing it for you but I think like Chloe says it's the ultimate form of self-care like it's wild to me that now we're like oh it's so restrictive to fuel your body with healthy nutritious food and maintain a weight that's not going to put you at high risk of chronic diseases like what no it's not like that that literally should be the way that we all should be living because we love ourselves not because we hate ourselves like it's flipped on its head to me
0: I completely agree and I back everything you said and I back everything I said and I just think don't fall victim to the zeitgeist of quote-unquote feminism in this new era of social media where you're only a true feminist if you show your stretch marks and fat rolls because that makes you Mm pro-women you can be pro-women and be like hey guys here's a workout i did today it's gonna make your Booty and quads. I mean, I hate booty. Let's just never go near anything. <laughs> There's anyone that says that. <laughs> your glutes and quads burn like a motherfucker. Here it is. And it's like, you're not anti-women. You don't hate women. Like Emma and I show before and after these of our clients all the time. We've got some incredible ones, by the way, already on this round. And it's like, we're not saying that, oh my God, you're such a better woman now. We're just saying, look at what this woman wanted to achieve and did. Like how rare is it, especially as an adult, to want to change when your habits are in motion and your life is easy and you have this kind of creature comfort kind of craving to your life as an adult of like, I just want to be comfortable and happy because, you know, it's hard being an adult. I don't know if anyone's told you, it's never ending hardship. Um, and then be like, no, you know what? I'd be so much happier if I just and healthier, if I just did this thing. And someone actually doing it at the age of 50, going through the menopause. It's incredible. And it's mental to me that people look at that now and they're like, you're hating women. She looks she looked better before. I'm like, you're body shaming right now. Like yeah. that's literally body shaming someone. It's so ironic. And it's like, I just encourage everyone to think outside the box and never ever be magnetized by the zeitgeist because it's not reflective of of singularity and independence and subjectivity it's reflective of a movement that potentially a small handful of people want everyone to get on board with
1: Mm. it's it's usually someone's poor experience themselves as well yeah and I think what's quite worrying or like what's more damaging is that in the nicest way I think a lot of people are lying like so someone who's like very overweight and it's like I'm completely happy with my body like and the truth is rightly or wrongly like society isn't really built for you know it's uncomfortable to get the tube the seats on the tube are freaking tiny like even if you're a small person like when i put a backpack I'm like I can't even fit on this like hold my backpack like the world is not built for being extremely overweight so there, there must be like numerous reasons not just like health concerns that it is harder for those people and that we know that there's weight stigma as well so to say that like I'm fully happy with my body I just think a lot of it isn't actually true and then giving out that message isn't realistic either and I mean we know a lot of these influencers that are like I'm completely happy now that I'm 20 pounds more and we also know that they come to us for coaching behind the scenes and don't tell anyone which and and again like as coaches of course we would never say anything about that and if they want some help then we're always happy to help but it's just a completely different message and what's being put out and I worry for the people that are like just hearing that message seeing this complete facade and being like that's where I should be. She seems really happy when actually that isn't the case at all. She's so righteous. She's so authentic. No,
0: she ain't. And so we've had it with coaches. Yeah. Emma's had it with coaches. I've had it with cele- female celebrities and journalists who really stand up there and fly the flag for body acceptance. And I, not acceptance, body positivity in all shapes and sizes who come to us and tell us they're miserable. And we can we can cross notes. But I would say Emma's had two or three. I've had four or five. and. I like the message. I'm not mad at the message. The only thing that the only thing I have an issue with is that they're doing it to be called authentic and real. And that's the antithesis of what they're being. And then it becomes, I think as a a woman who works in our space, is very qualified and very experienced in our space. I think it's quite offensive to women. Um, And often the true story is the one that's going to piss people off the most, like the one we've just told. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And that's authenticity. (laughs)
1: yeah um okay anything else on the live at the end of the day um there's just some people saying love a chloe ran and go chloe you're damned if you do and you're damned if damned if you do damned if you don't oh okay right and we do have hold on um oh and someone who shan't be named so i don't set off my own device is like yes it's really annoying that my name sets off everyone's devices
0: you should just be have the nickname lexi because I love that nickname, by
1: the way. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I just renamed you, so problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, hi. Just telling you for some accountability, really. My day hasn't gone to plan. Daughter wasn't well in the night. Blood sugar's really high. She's type 1 diabetic. So up in the night with her. Thought she was stable, so sent her to school, but got a call to pick her up. So so planned lunch, walks, etc. cetera. Um, uh, sorry gone out the window sat on the sofa while she slept with the bacon butty and the snickers then i had a nap too woke up feeling better and she is better now and rested too anyway i'm going to go out for a walk when the eldest gets in from work why do i feel a massive amount of guilt for one bacon butty and a snickers when really it's not that bad it's not that bad there's no need to feel guilty you're off for a walk actually just, yeah that's not really going to have any impact on anything
0: yeah completely agree. Nothing to add,
1: um, Polly, you can love your flaws you have and still want to flourish, so you nourish it, take care of it, and want the best for it. yeah, like I didn't love that my discs are herniated still like doesn't mean I hate my body.
0: I don't love my post pregnant lady boobies, but. <laughs> I'm very on the fence as to whether or not a boob, I want a boob job. I just don't know.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm in limbo right now with it. Anyway, I think sometimes when you're just thinking of the boob jobs I've experienced, like when you're quite lean, I don't think (laughs) it looks great.
0: Boob jobs you've experienced secondhand.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, not mine, obviously.
0: No, it would have to be. Uh, so my friend Jagsy has the most natural-looking fake boobs you've ever seen, and they look fucking fantastic. But very what do you feel like at first on gentle squeeze, n- normal boobs, and on hard squeeze, fake boobs. My gentle other friend... <laughs> yeah, me and my friends F-U-N. My other friend who will remain nameless because <laughs> she'll be pissed off if I name her. And I think people know who she is. She, every time we go out and get drunk, she just had her boobs on a few months ago and she's thrilled. Every time we go out and get drunk, she takes her top and bra off, lies on the floor of like bathrooms and clubs and bars, and it's like, Look, guys, they do really. okay. <laughs> And I just walked down, i been like, Babe, get up. She's like, Chloe, look. I'm like, Get up right now. <sighs> oh,
1: oh my
0: hers goodness. look great too, because she didn't go too big, she only went a size bigger. Okay, yeah. So like size. Yeah, they just guys.
1: like firmer as well. If you higher. go
0: like tiny, lean size six girls, you go for like a D. Then I'm like, it's a bit aggressive, you know.
1: Yeah, or well like when you see, because obviously all competitors have boob jobs, yeah, well. but but you can see like the whole implant. and That's mm. not. Yeah, too far. Anyway, if someone's like, you know, got, you know, curves and stuff, then it looks great.
0: (laughs) Breast philosophy from Emma.
1: (laughs) JJ is just saying, I had a boob job and still love them now. Best thing I ever did for my confidence. Okay. Noted. Charlotte saying, hi, Emma and Chloe. I'm doing the, oh, wait, there's more about boobs. Hold on. (laughs) Um, Rachel, never heard boobs described as aggressive before. (laughs) uh jj mine over 10 years old and defo move now sadly sam i've been thinking of a boob job for years chloe my lovely perk double d's became snooker balls in a sock after two kids
0: <laughs> I jj after 10 years don't you have to get them redone or have i just made that up i, I swear don't, you do have to get them
1: anyway i don't know like the uh,
0: <laughs> you need to check up on that <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh anyway sam so saying they are the one part of my body i can't fix myself but too scared to take the eight plus weeks off training
0: oh my god and like the pain like i've had you know it's really funny some people are like oh my god like just the car ride home was hell which by the way after you have a baby and especially if you've had a c-section awful but some people are like no it's fine i just didn't train because i wasn't meant to so you never know i think everyone responds
1: differently uh yeah. Okay, Charlotte. Hi, I'm Anne Chloe. I'm doing the home weight workouts three times a week and building my confidence with exercise. I want to work up to adding one gym workout in a week as well as three home bodyweight workouts. Which gym workout would you recommend? Um, Probably the full body if you're just doing one. Yeah. Um, JJ saying, no, that's actually a myth. You only need to get them redone if you have problems uh or want to get rid of the sagging as they sag over time like natural boobs
2: Mm. Mm.
1: good to know oh polly's saying wait until menopause then they have a mind of their own mine get bigger by the minute can't wait
0: i knew i was pregnant because my boobs told me
1: Mm. a magical part of the body they are you always know as well like when your period's coming
2: yeah
0: Mm. okay okay up to
2: date
0: okay I love that you seem I just love women for women we need more we need more women for women okay Jilly Neal hi ladies I hope you're both well when I was working out with a friend the other day she noticed that I was drinking creatine she's debating taking it herself but apart from saying it increases my performance when she asked me about the weight gain and the building muscle mass I kind of spaced out on the ins and outs of taking it and I wondered if you could give me the top line of benefit fits and myths about it. We actually did this on the last podcast, didn't we? Um, increased performance, uh, increased muscle mass, if you're training in that vein. Um, and uh, there are some, there's some really nice data on uh, neurological benefits, also hormonal benefits for women throughout different hormonal stages of their life. Um, and the only downside of taking it would be that some people potentially see a slight Increase in the scales because of intracellular water retention in the muscle, which it makes Emma and I. (laughs) Anyone cares about that? What was that noise? What was it?
2: I don't know. My computer's being weird. It's freaking me out. Can you not hear that? No. Anyway, okay. It's almost like
0: there's someone else here. No. (laughs) That's what I mean. I'm like. all right okay next one
1: yeah not like we're recording it live for a podcast anyway like (laughs) oh my
0: god what if someone's listening to this secret information
2: (laughs) okay anything on the live
1: camson is your laptop possessed probably it would explain a lot (laughs) is that it
0: Okay, Christine Stephen. Hi, Emma and Chloe. Any details yet on the next round? How long will it be
1: and what will it cost? Do you remember this? Yeah, we did have this discussion, didn't we? It's going to be five weeks long. I think, I think I put it in my Google diary, planner, calendar. Right, okay. So what would it be? Start of it must be starts the 13th of November for Accountability Christmas. And then we finish. the 18th of december december yeah i'll go into our whatsapp group now i think that's what we decided yeah so it'll be slightly cheaper because it's a shorter round and it's gonna be great
0: yeah five weeks to the 18th so whatever five weeks back from the 18th is i'm unclear on the start date 13th yeah
2: Mm.
0: yeah okay And it's going to be yeah cheaper because it's only five weeks, like 120, 115-ish, something like that. Yeah. 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 Anything else in the live? No, we're up to date. I'm just reading back through our messages. They make me laugh so much. Okay. Elizabeth Stevenson. I spend the weekend spiralling... After another week stagnating with weight, I realized that this occurred because of work and working four hours extra on Thursday night, which led to questionable food choices on the Friday, but still within my calorie range. I want to thank Emma and the rest of the team for all of their advice and support. I feel much more positive now and I'm on annual leave this week. So my question is, before I joined the EC method, I was losing roughly 0.5 LB per week On 1400 calories, 50 grams of carb and 120 grams of protein. Four weeks later, and after my summer holiday, I found that I was nine pounds heavier. Hence the reason for me joining EC. What I'd like to question is, does the fact that I was on such low carbs for so long change my body's ability to then metabolize carbs and lose fat on a sensible carb amount? It's been amazing eating baked potatoes again. Thank you and sorry for rambling um well Emma's been talking to you so I'll let her pick it up but just to be clear increasing your carbohydrate intake might impact the scales but it doesn't impact your body's ability to lose body fat which is an entirely different metabolic process in the body Emma pick it up and if
1: I have much more to add than that like you won't have done any harm going low carb it it, if anything it might have made you more insulin sensitive and more able to manage carbohydrate but as Chloe's saying, if you go low carb, then you will have lower glycogen stores in your muscle, which is how you store carbohydrate in your muscle. So when you then eat more carbs, you will store more carbohydrate in your muscle, which means that you also store water with that. And that's why you'll weigh a little bit more. But it's got nothing to do with it impacting fat loss.
0: Yeah, and with added muscle glycogen comes added water as well. So you're talking a double whammy there of storage and muscle.
1: Anything else? Um people are asking about the intake after Christmas. When oh. that we've not thought that far ahead.
0: We'll deal with that when we come to it, gang. Future. <laughs> yeah.
1: Future Emma
0: and Chloe. Um okay, to chile. Hi ladies, I have a question on training blocks I know that you can change them up every month so that I know that you sorry, change them up every month so that people don't get bored. When I was on prep. <laughs> I love this, this makes me happy. I had the exact same training plan and workouts for four months straight. I loved it as it gave me time to nail the movements and really see progression. I'm now in my current block, again, getting close to a four month mark, same principle, nail form, see progress over time. My question is from a physical and biomechanics viewpoint, how often should you change your workouts? Okay, so she's given three questions here. Um, as it depends on the coach and how they like to coach, I, and it also depends on the discipline in the sport. So everybody who does CrossFit knows that the workouts are like rarely the same, unless you're trying to like best the you know, past performance or whatever, but they switch up all the time. I, as a coach do not like to change my client's workouts until three months minimum, usually six month mark. If I had my way for the exact reason, I want them to get very good reform and ability in terms of strength Um, in the lifts, and then subsequent progress in those lifts. And all of this equals progress in their physique. So three to six months is me with the minimum maximum. Um, Then you say, do you change them mainly because people get bored? Or is there a physiological physiological reason why? No, it's because people get bored from a physiological standpoint. Once you see a client really kind of, I guess, and nail the form get as far as they're going to get with that and also strengthen the lift it's a nice idea to switch up and hit different insertion points and parts of the muscle and go again and imp- and in, in, increase their kind of physique um detail detailing i would say right um but you know you're talking squat lunges leg press like there's very few, like we're not we're not going crazy here um Then you say, what is the optimum length for a workout block? Those are my answers. Emma,
1: you? Yeah, I don't think I have much to add. I think sometimes people can be like, oh, it's just because you're bored. That's a huge element of like, are you actually going to stick to this? Like we know that the biggest thing is adherence, right? And consistency. So if you're like, yeah, well, I was doing the same workouts for four months and I got bored after two, so I stopped going. Would have been way better to change the workouts, right? So there is a huge element of that. And then even things like just changing the rep ranges, you can get quite like stuck with like a bit of a glass ceiling of like, well, I bench press 40 kilograms for three sets of 10 and I have done for years. And actually maybe what you need to do is do some heavier sets with lower reps or some lighter sets with higher reps. So like changing the rep range, I think is a good idea as well to tax your muscle in a different way. Yeah. Also yeah. Just like a mindset perspective of if I was like, well, actually could you do, I don't know, 50 kilograms for eight reps and you managed to do that, that's actually increased your volume. But you had this kind of like thing in your head that you couldn't do as heavy or whatever. So I think there are benefits to changing them, but yeah, there's not like a set period of time and and more experienced lifters will do the same workouts for longer. And even within that, it's like, even if you're changing it, it's the same exercises. Like you'd always be programming the basics because they are fundamentally what's going to help you build muscle the most. Yeah. Um, Lindsay's just saying when I joined in July, my plan was continued was to continue till Christmas, but I don't think I can live without you guys. So she stayed.
0: Oh, thanks, Emma. <laughs> I deducted up- did that from what she said. <laughs>
1: uh okay anything no, else no actually so she's gonna die
0: <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> we'll
1: miss you
0: imminent death um okay anything else in my life
1: no that's it okay let's <laughs> do
0: this last question because then i have no more childcare and an exceptionally mental child
1: Oh, how is she how is she better from uh, being unwell she is she's loads
0: better But my brother and his wife just had my new niece, Ren. Ah. She's so tiny with massive cheeks. I actually haven't met her yet. Um, She's only like. I know, so cute. Um, And and because she was ill, they were like, and there was it was quite a bad bath. And they were like, maybe don't bring Bodhi, maybe come on your own. And I'm like, well, okay, but that's quite hard to do when I'm. Literally on my own with Bodhi all day, every day. Um, But tomorrow I've got childcare and I get to go and meet my my baby niece. And she's so small, she's got big cheeks. I just can't wait. I'm very excited. But Bodhi's way better.
1: Obviously, yeah.
0: She's just like insane. Like she's mental. She's like this little like leprechaun that I've given crack. (laughs) And I just have to chase around the house and make sure that the leprechaun doesn't die so I don't go to jail. (laughs) and obviously as a mother you know nobody wants that anyway um okay Emma Lewis hi happy Monday as a Mancunian I appreciate that I have a question about body recomposition and fat distribution like many women I spent much of my 20s and 30s focused on cardio walking and HIIT as my main forms of exercise I always had slim legs and a thicker waist Now that I'm in a consistent routine of resistance training, my waist is smaller, even though my weight is higher. For example, I followed a resistance program for six months, but not reducing calories. I thought I'd lost weight, bought batteries for my scales to test this theory, and I very much had not. In your experience as coaches, is this distribution of fat with weight training something you have noticed? Thank you. So this is a really interesting question. So. Cardio walking and hip will not have increased your waist thickness. If anything, they are good forms of exercise in terms of calorie burning and in terms of fat burning. So if anything, they would have a slim legs. Absolutely. Because you won't be doing any building on that legs on those legs. But um, so that is is something something accurate. A thicker waist would largely be genetic now what's happened is you've changed your body composition and your kind of balance and your shape with weight training you say you had slim legs and a thicker waist now with weight training you'll likely have bigger legs and also if you're weight training your body pretty evenly you'll have a bigger upper back a bigger upper body and this is what we call an optical illusion your waist will now look smaller now what will have also simultaneously happened is that you will have achieved body composition, which is muscle mass gaining and body fat losing. And we never know where that's coming on or off, but yeah, it's fair to say, maybe some of that came off your waist, but I would be more inclined to think that this is down to the optical illusion of bodybuilding, which often sees women get that really nice
1: curve shape. Emma. Nothing to add. Um, Lawrence is saying, oh my God, I joined late and it looks like I've missed some boob chat. Gutted. We'll have to listen to the podcast ASAP. Um mm-mm. Sasha's saying, I absolutely love the same workout plan. I'm still doing the one-to-four and adapting weights and reps. Creature of habit, I adore this plan, ladies. Aw and Susanna's doing the same. Um, JJ's just saying, I'm always happy to chat boob jobs. I did so much research and had a positive experience. Good. Uh, Charlotte, very much enjoyed the boob chat. I'm the complete opposite. My boobs have already shrunk since starting the EC method. and I'm delighted about that. Mm. Well, you're welcome, babe.
0: One of my friends, Sophie, she's ridiculously fit. I think I've sent you photos of her before. I look how fit my friend is. She had She's petite, tiny, and she had massive boobs. She had a boob reduction when she was really young, like 18, I think, 19. And her boobs are like perfect, and they look fake, but like perfectly fake.
1: But they're not; they're hers. They're just
0: reduced. I didn't know this was a thing, but yes, I understand that for some women, it's like I kind of want to lose some boob.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I would hate to have massive boobs. <laughs> Can you imagine? You'd look ridiculous. You. I know. I think they just get in the way as well. Yeah, I mean, and they. On. have a bad back. Let alone
0: yeah yeah i mean i yeah it's, it's like the the riding up of top. so then you you have to see your lower stomach and i that's where i hold my body fat so if i'm not lean i'm like no <laughs> let's not a little, of,
1: a little bit of under boob oh yeah
0: oh my god the christina aguilera like 2000 and something vmas where she did like essentially like a scarf around her neck and boobs and you saw her under boob with the denim scarf. stop fit, fit i love under boob and side boob
1: yeah. All boob, really.
0: <laughs> We're so much oh. Um okay, uh the door is open and closed. Do you want to see Bodhi? Yeah. Let me just see that might not be Bodie. I love that. It always seems like she comes in on her own. Her back? Back? Can you bring her in here so I can show show her to Emma? Look how crazy she is. Hi. <laughs> oh great. Say hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Can you say hi? No, look look at listen to this. If you see a crocodile, don't forget to scream. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, just it's fine. Look at her. Look, she just says, hello, I'm a nutcase with every fibre of her being. Oh, I'm not um, the car. Oh yeah, Grandma Judy got this for her. Oh, oh! So if you see a crocodile, don't forget to scream. <laughs> All right, um, guys, we're back on Friday at three fifteen. Um, and I, I think I have a few times to get back to from today, which I will get back to. Okay,
2: everyone. Bye. Say bye. Bye. Ha <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>